Welcome to the Rain with Britain Gang. This week I have my sister Shanae and her friend Ashley. Hello. How you guys doing? Good. How has this week been to you guys? My week has been busy. It's always pretty busy. Um, but it's been good. I feel like I don't remember, so I think it was busy. <laughs> I had a rough week. I had to get my second shot, so I was like dealing with the effects of that. Oh, not good. Having fun, I was dying. And then turn around, they put that whole, oh, there's a hold on the mandate. I was very upset. Very. But, what do you mean a hold on the mandate? You didn't see that they have a judge that put a hold on um, making like the COVID vaccine mandated for hospital workers. And oh, right, 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 right. Oh, because you got your injury in the hospital. Their union is not playing, that's why. Yeah. But, then I got to work and they said it didn't count for me. I don't know why. Whatever. Well, at least you got it whenever you, you didn't want to get it, it on. Mm-hmm. Oh. Because I know that they say it's supposed to be for like people who have um, compromised immune systems. But I feel like it does the total opposite. Like, as soon as I got it, I told them, I'm like, I'm telling you, I don't watch. I'm going to get sick as a bitch. They didn't want to believe me. They're like, oh no, it's just like a little fever for a day. No. Mm-mm. For me, my asthma's been acting up. It was just a whole mess. Mm-hmm. And normally, I'm chilling. I'm good. I get a cold beginning twice a year. It's just the asthma. That's my only problem. No, it took me out. Yeah. I had go with it, You had it? So I got the shot. You got it? See, I got you to enjoy the dark. Did that make you get sick though after you did it? I was sick for like less than 24 hours. Like I had like the, you know, the aches and pains of like probably catching the food, but then after after I took a long nap, I had some and I was fine. But it wasn't as bad as COVID. No. See, I had COVID like great in the beginning when you were trying to figure out exactly what it was. And it felt more like a hyped up version of the flu. Wow. I just bad for you. One thousand. Like I, I don't, I don't, I don't wish on anybody. Yeah. I had it. I wasn't that bad. You wasn't. No, like I felt, I, I felt crazy, but it wasn't like as bad. Like we had it at the same time. And like when I was speaking with her, I was like, I probably got hurt. Same. Yeah, so that's just absurd. Yeah, we went together. And she I got sick, me. but I got like sick, and then like my parents, like everybody who was around me, in like in that moment, got that's sick. sick. Like, my parents got sick. My nephew got sick. She caught it, but she had like oh, I can't, I can't taste them. And I was like, I yeah, I couldn't taste. Like she was. Yeah, that was my only thing, and then that lasted for a while. Really? Mhm. It was like a couple of weeks. Some people still don't have. To. My cousin who lives in Florida, she caught COVID, and she still doesn't have her taste again. Sean just got his back and he had it in March. He got it back in March and like probably about three weeks ago. He just got it. Now, see, that, I feel bad because it's like you want to like protect your immune system, but they don't really know what's going on with the virus. It's mutating on the regular. It's just like, and everybody always has a different reaction to it. Like you got some people that's it's hitting them hard as hell, mm-hmm. and then there's some people that's just like, I don't fall, I 
Right, it's impossible, <laughs> it's but impossible. I'd rather give birth to one full home man, I guess. I can't do 30 children. That's a damn shit. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm sleeping. My, my experience is completely different. I had an emergency C-section. They, they put my birth. You didn't say C-section a grown man out your body. So I didn't give birth? Because if that's the case, I'm going to choose that. No, what do you speak? You said birth. Birth out your I don't know. But 30 is a lot. Like, I'd rather go through that one time. I mean, that's that's a lot. A Can it be a Benjamin? Man? Can it be a grown-ass Benjamin or something like a small man? Nah, a small man? I think I might do 30. I'm going to do the 30. Even though, like, 30. I don't ever want to do that again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I want to have another child. Like, I want to have another kid. I've decided in my mind that I do. I just don't. I wish that it could happen, like, in Kardashian. Like somebody can have yeah, like, it. Yeah, it's sorry, mine. Girl. It looks like you're like, oh shit, this is me. You can. It's that's you fine. can. You don't use a paper. I can. I'm not. I'm not sure. Our bank accounts are not the same. <laughs> I can't do that. Okay, next one. Would you rather go to jail for a crime your loved one committed, or snitch on your loved one for a crime they for wait? Snitching your loved one for a crime they committed. I always say it depends on what they did. You don't know what they did. I always say that it depends on what they did. If it's something like, oh man, I don't know, if it's some stupidness that like you like you just made a stupid ass decision. I'm not I'm snitching. But like if it's like okay, you was protecting me, like something like that. Like I don't know. Nah, nah, nah. I'm a civilian. But I'm not about that life either. Like, That's not my life. Yeah. Like, you can't expect me to hold you down. That is not the life I live. I'll visit. I don't live on the street. You want to depends on what you did. I just feel like it depends on what you did. Yeah. But I don't think I'll do any time for anyone. So I might, yeah, I might have to. I'm not about that life. I'm not about that life. I can do a year or two. I can't even do a night. 
Have you done that before? Has anybody been in this actual mm-hmm. sub? No, yeah, try to do that for a night. I can do it for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. I can complain about everything. Yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> I complain about my little no. issues sometimes now and like, right. like I mean, people with a toothpaste open and so I can't imagine. My anxiety, I would lose it in jail. Don't put me in solitary. No, I'm not coming out. I cannot do solitary. I'm coming out with different personalities and voices in my head. Nope. That messes up a lot of people. Yeah, it's it's just but that's where I feel like that's what it's helpful. I'm going in with a whole psychological issue. I'm not coming out right. Yeah. And the last one: Would you rather lose your sex organs forever or gain fifty pounds every two weeks for a few life? I'm gonna lose my sex organs. Yeah, I'm not too. Yeah. Yeah, you said I'll be like, been there. I'm gonna die. Yeah, I'm gonna die. Every week. Every two weeks. Yeah, I'm gonna die. 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 Yeah, Like, and it's a lot of you doing more too. And right. one, how old is your daughter? That 
My whole thing is you say you get 900. I don't get nothing from my baby father, so. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's people out here that get nothing. And they make it work. And about $900 a month. Yeah. And just because his wife is making that money don't mean that's money. Because I know if I'm making a million dollars in my business, we're not sharing accounts. Exactly. I'll like, pay for things. I'll pay for things here and there. Because I got the money, but we're not going to share that account. Right. Like, you get some nice Christmas gifts. we go going on vacation yeah, as a family. Yeah. We're doing I'm things. Down so your, child, your child's benefiting from this lifestyle. Right. right. I'm not, I shouldn't be held accountable to say, oh, we have to send you $5,000 a week. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah, not. That's, that's that. And you're remarried, too. Like, if you were a single, you know, if you're out there single by yourself working super hard, like, Okay, I, I could probably understand maybe right. mm-hmm. you need a little bit more assistance. You have to like really look at your situation financially and see where you stand as your daughter really need nine hundred dollars or whatever. But you're a whole remarried who like that girl. You just yeah. being petty. And you posting on, on whatever like shut up. Yeah. But do you think of this mentality wise, right? No, that's like how you said like, like you don't get anything. You don't get any type of uh, financial assistance. So what did you do? Like you need extra money? I'm about to start right. right. Like right. I'm gonna do this all the time. Right. I'm gonna start this business. Like I'm gonna start building something. I'm gonna go get what I need. Yeah, that's what I said. You I won't. I mean, not asking is also a problem, but it's like I'm not. Gonna, I hope my all of this should go lock up on me. Before mm-hmm. I look at you and be like, I need your help. Like you, if you are a grown man and you're deciding not to help me, I will never ask for help. And then the next part is this man is doing his part. He's doing what he can do. Doing what he can do. You. If you want your child to live above her means, that is for you, you right. to make that. that happen. Provide that. If you feel like, all right, I can't do this, you better work on what you get because you, it's not like you're just getting nothing. Like, girl, you're getting damn near extra thousand dollars a month. I would say just, just you know, let's switch, let's switch um, seats for a little while. Like, Go ahead and not get money at all. Don't, don't get nothing at all. But let's see how you see if that changes. Get a $900 problem. She's nuts. She nuts. So, ladies, I want you guys to introduce yourself and your business. And then we're going to dive a little in a little. Okay. Well, my name is Shanae Carrington. Um, <laughs> I always start and I always have to say my name again. For the viewers. Um... <laughs> But um, I'm the owner of a financial literacy company called Monetary Monarch, um, at, where I educate our community on financial literacy to help people understand just how to use the financial resources that are available to us and understand what financial resources are available to us. And basically learn the game of money, how to play with it, how to save it, um, invest it, and get that conversation going You know, at home amongst our families because in our community, we don't talk about it enough and we become dependent on government assistance or even in that case, because had she been financially literate, she would have probably started a business or did something else versus looking for a handout. And that's what we definitely need to start um, moving away from and really building our children up to have that mindset. Um, So that's one business that I own. And I also have a vending machine business that I recently started. And um, I'm also in life insurance. I sell life insurance because that's another <laughs> that's another area that we're not well educated on. And when you look at just what's happening in the community, 
with email that's killing each other, different things like that. Like GoFundMe's for freedom. There's a lot, yeah. There's a lot of a lot of GoFundMe's are just people just not having any type of insurance or thing. And the biggest thing is that people think that it's so expensive, but yet and still we'll run around buying Yeezys and Jordans and Gucci this and all, all other types of nonsense and even putting it on our children as opposed to actually building something. And learning how to even use life insurance for a living benefit versus just, you know, just thinking like, oh, it's just if I die, because there's more to that. So my whole purpose, I feel, is to give back to my community in terms of educating them on financial literacy. So. Thank you. Wow, we need that. that. Mouthful. <laughs> Shut up, Becky. My little business over here. <laughs> You don't refer to your business as a little business. No, my shit is big, okay? I was giving this exactly. Exactly. Um, I'm Ashley Rodriguez. Ashley Sibley Rodriguez. Um, I have a small business, growing business. I make CMOS gel and CMOS infused products. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talk about your products. It's like you want me to get the bottle no, and hold it up? And anytime yeah, somebody asks you about it, I feel like I have Where's a hard time. Give them a bag. Like just doing cash app and doing hand deliveries, and then like 
I got a website. That took me like almost a whole year, but then I did it. I did it on my own, but it was literally like step by step by step by step by step. Like, I don't, you know, I don't know shit about business. I'm a social, I'm a sociology major. Like, I literally don't know shit about it. I literally just watching other people on Instagram grow little businesses, and I'm like, hmm, that's a good idea. Maybe I should do that and see how it works for me. And that's what I did. And it just went, yeah, it just took off from there. And then I had so much time on my hands that I was like, let me experiment. Let me put it into other things. Let me see what other people want. Let me try to make something that works for me or like whatever. Like, I would take stuff that I normally use and just put CMOS in it. And that's what I did. And I had like a little following. So people who purchased from me, like they're loyal. They like, yeah, I got a little Soleil gang or whatever. So like they just tell me like, hey, try this or we want this. And it just went from there. That is cool. I like that. Mitchell, we're going to have to get you information after that. Okay. Yeah. And I have her help. Yeah, setting it up. Like, you know, financial. going and as, and as a mother like I can't fail you so I gotta you know I gotta make sure 
like you come first, but then it's like I have to make sure that I'm working, and, and it's a lot to, to really juggle. So it's, it's time is <laughs> it, like um, the thing that I struggle with the most, and I don't know how I do it. I really don't. I you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, you don't know either. I'm really struggling myself. Like I'm looking into starting new businesses on top of continuing podcasting, on top of being a mom, and it's like my daughter does dance, so two to three times I believe that's when my time has to be devoted to. Then I'm doing broadcasting, so I record close to the weekend, so during the weekend I can try and post and like be consistent. But then it's like I want to venture out and start different businesses such as like um I wanna invest in what's the houses mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So it's like the part that plays in my head is like where you gonna find time to do all of this stuff. Like you wanna do it but you don't wanna do it in half assets. So I feel like I've been like psyching myself out and like putting everything on pause as far as like trying to invest in what's the houses because it's like if I want to do this, I'm going to try to do it right. I don't want to do it where I'm half asking it and it's going to fuck me up in the end. So that's why I asked that question. I'm like, how do y'all do it? Because time is just like, you know, everybody be like, oh, well, you, I, I, I got 24 hours in a day and you got the same 24 hours. How is it you can't do it? I'm not going to give you that. I don't know. I get so psyched out. I don't like to get to say that. Like, I'm not fucking about I'm human being. I need eight hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. If I don't get sleep, I'm not gonna function well during the day. And that's don't tell me I have the whole twenty-four hours that like stop. Right, right. And that's the thing too. Like people take some people take pride in that, you know, like no sleep. Like no, I need yeah, a second like, to function. I'm not so promoting that. Like, if I can't do it, another like I, I need. It's not I need to done. sleep. Yeah, like I, I cannot like exhaust myself. Like after a certain time, like I know. If it hits like eight o'clock, most likely like I cannot be on my computer anymore. Like my eyes like it's blurry. I'm not productive, so it's pointless for me to sit there all night. But at that time too, like I said, like if I'm looking at dinner, so like it's too late to really cook dinner or really do much of that. And then like God forbid you need a second for yourself sometimes, you know, and then somebody else needs you. It like that's where that um, that struggle comes from. But I do hate when people say that our 24 hours. No one's 24 hours is the same. Like, it's, it's, yes, it's 24 hours in a day, but it's not all the same. Our kids are all different. They have different needs. They're different people. We're different people. Our lives are different. So you really can't compare. How do you um, deal with, like, trying to find self-care? Like, how do you figure out your ways to sleep with it? Like, is this something that you got to set as, like, this is a mandated time or day that I need to just focus on? self-care or is it just like a fly-by-night type thing? What happens when it happens? Um, I... Oh, I'm not stressed out. I ask that. <laughs> no, for real. Like, um, no, I'm not stressed out. I, because I feel like self-care is super important, but I have managed to create other ideas of self-care. So like me going to get my nails done without my son is self-care because he's not there. And, that is important. Like, it's him being there that stresses me out. <laughs> so, if I go by myself, and even though I'm not like candles lit and it's like low, dim light, like, mm-hmm. it's still like a moment to myself. Because I feel like for me, a moment to myself is self care. Like, being by myself is self care. Even if I'm not doing anything, being by myself is like self care. Because I really have time to do more than being by myself. So, getting my nails done by myself. 
my hair done by myself, where my child is not sitting on my lap while I'm with the hair dryer. Like, that is a nice, quiet moment. And so I'm by myself. It's, it's okay. If I sit in the car before I go pick him up for 15 minutes, that is self-care. And I do that sometimes. Like, I sit in the car around the corner, and I just sit there in silence until somebody's like, oh, hey, you say you're on your way. I'm like, oh, yes. Now I'm going to go inside. But no 15 minutes in myself, it's like, oh, like a decompression moment that in my life is what is considered self-care because that's pretty much as much as I can give myself. Like I go get a massage, I sign up for a massage every day for Shanae. And I signed up for that in October and didn't get a massage until like December or January. Like I completely forgot about it. They were snatching out eight dollars and I wasn't even going. So I, that had to be something where I was like, no, I'm going to, every time I get a massage, right, right when I'm done, I'm going to schedule another one so that I can put it in the calendar and like make it a thing for myself. Like I have, this is an appointment and I have to keep it. And that's like the one thing that I've been able to follow through with. Like this is, I'm going to get this massage. Like nobody's getting in the way of that. So everything else is like, you know, it's a self-care. As long as Ethan's not there, Ethan is here. I'm just getting my own with my son the whole different process. Take a bath by myself, Aiden's not here, self-care. If Aiden goes to sleep at eight o'clock and I have the rest of the hours of the night to myself, self-care. <laughs> like, yeah. that's what self-care is in my life. I don't have like, you know, other specific things that people like, oh, I'm going to the spa, I'm like, I don't have to go to the spa. I don't wish I could go to the spa. Oh, God. I get massages every month. That's definitely a part of my self-care. Like, even if it's in the middle of the day, it's like, I, I just know like I need a moment because I will not pull myself away from the computer until it's too late. So it's like, I'll schedule, I'll purposely schedule it like at lunchtime or something. So that way I have to give myself a couple of hours at least. Cause I'll go there, maybe then I'll go grab lunch or something like that. So at least once a month. And then um, now I've dedicated like my Sundays to where I say I do, I'm not turning on the computer. I'm not taking any appoint appointments or anything because before, Especially in working in like um, client service, you know, you try to work with people. So mm -hmm. somebody might say, "Oh, I'm only available at two o'clock on a Sunday." And you're like, "Okay, we can do a meeting." Like, no, Sundays are just off limits for me. Yeah, so it's like I'll work with you any other time, but Sundays now I'm just dedicated to not turning the computer on. I don't care if I'm thinking about something and it's like, "Okay, I'm gonna get that now." I'll just try and remember it. Um, maybe I'll, you know, put in the notes, and then tomorrow I'll I'll put it in the computer. Definitely not turning on a computer on Sundays and getting a massage monthly. That's the main thing that I do. I asked because my, I was speaking with my uh, therapist the other day, and she was like, you need to find an hour. I don't care what it is, just find an hour to do something where it's just totally just you. And I don't care if you're reading a, a book for an hour, taking a walk, something to try to find an hour. And I was sitting there like giving her all these explanations of why I can't find just one hour. And she's like, do you hear yourself? You can't find one hour of time just for yourself. Even if it was a sporadic type thing where it take 30 minutes here, 30 minutes there, but you can't find an hour for just yourself. And I was just sitting there like, girl, you're right. You're so right. And I know there's people that's doing way more than I'm doing, and that's finding time for themselves. Why can't I just find one hour? It's really hard. It is so hard. I hate when people guilt trip you into feeling bad about not getting self-care like it, it is fucking hard like her schedule is different from mine i work a full-time job yeah. my son is three years old 
he's a lot of attention. He's a wild boy. Mm-hmm. And I'm a single mom. Like it's like all the odds are against me for finding an hour of time. So like when people tell you like, oh, it's, it's not impossible. Like bitch, you don't know my life or my schedule. Like it is almost impossible to do that. Like, and that's why I think that our simple like getting my nails done are. I've had to tell myself like that is self care when my kid is not around. Cause that's it. That's it. There goes my hour that you was talking about. Like it might not be alone where I'm sitting in silence, but I'm alone without the the thing that's attached to me for the rest of my life. Like, that is my my own version of self-care. It's not going to be the same for everybody. Right. Like, I work all day and my job is fucking taxing. Like, if I could work from nine to nine the next morning some days, like, I'll never know until I get to work. So, I don't have the ability to be like, okay, Sundays I'm not going to do nothing. Because Sundays I might have to do everything because the whole week I was working nine to five, nine to eight, nine to ten, nine to five. Like I don't know my schedule every day. And then I have Aiden. Then I gotta pick him up. Like I do have a support system. My parents, you know, they help me out. But they tired. They raise babies. They're not trying to save him all the time. Like he is my responsibility. So I feel guilty. Like all right, I can't continue to drop him off or whatever. So. But what you said is important because you were saying like what it looks like to you when you're sit- sitting in front of the school for 15 minutes. Yeah. There's for your 15 minutes when you're just by yourself getting your nails done, doing your hair. So it's important for us to what does self-care look like to you? So you Create it for yourself. Right. So it doesn't have to be what, you know, one person says, like like you said, all oh, the candles lit, you're in the bath, it's right. quiet, you have a full day to yourself. Like you yeah. may not have that. But it's just what what are your boundaries and what what kind of space do you create? Because even for Sundays for me, that's just not me turning on the computer. It doesn't mean you know I'm, I'm not still cooking. Like I'm still running around being right. a mom, being a wife, and everything. So it's like not like I'm really like relaxing and like throwing my feet up. But I just know work, like, like for work, right? Like for work, I'm just not doing this today because I'll be doing it, you know, the next the other six days. But it's just creating that space and that place for you to say this is my self care. What are some of the struggles you face with building your business from the ground up? Yeah. Every my my <laughs> biggest struggle was overthinking. Really? That's my biggest struggle because you don't sometimes you just you don't have I I've experienced where I feel like I don't have the I guess like necessarily like faith in myself that like other people may have in me, like in, in me. Mm-hmm. So it's like I would second guess a lot of stuff and I would say things and like if I had a, um, if I had a session, there may be something that I didn't necessarily want to say in a certain way. And then I'm over here bashing myself like, oh, I shouldn't have said it this way. And I didn't, I don't want this, that I'm very you know, critical. And then, you know, it was like, that was great. You did great. But it's like, I'm, of course, I'm going to think. Otherwise, so everything I'm putting together is like it has to be perfect, but nothing's really gonna be perfect, right? So it's like sometimes you just have to go, you just have to do it and figure it out along the way. And in starting my business, it was like, okay, I need to have this, I need to have that, and it's like, you know, just with all the check boxes, and it's like you're never gonna have it together if you sit here and try and check every box on this list, especially when you're looking at social media. 
you know, you have all these people who have, you know, similar or the same business as you. You're looking like, okay, well, they're doing this and they're doing that. It's like, just go. Like, you're a whole other person. Build what it is that you're building. And don't be afraid to make changes as well. Because things change along, you know, along the process. That might work better for your business. Surprisingly, that, that has not been my problem. I'm, and I'm shocked because I'm a Virgo and that is has always been my problem. That's, so, that's <laughs> my problem with everything else in my fucking life. So I don't know why that that didn't get in the way of what I was doing. Maybe because, it, like I said, it was like step by step by step. I was like, oh, let me try this, let me try this, let me try this. I was just trying things on the way. Um, so for some reason, that's never been the issue. It's always been more of like time. Like I don't have... Time. Like I'm struggling with time. I'm overwhelming myself because I'm doing so much and I'm trying to do so much and I'm fearless in how I'm doing it. So I'm just throwing it out there, but I'm not, I don't have the time to do it. I work and then I have him. So like every time I've gotten to like at least twice where I had to take a step back from it and give myself like a month where it's like, nah, I can't. Like I shut it down, Instagram shut down, website shut down. I need a break because I'm about to like have another break because I'm doing way too much. Like I've had a problem creating my own boundaries with like the business and because my stuff is handmade shit, I have to do it every week. I have to make the time to do that or the orders won't go out and I gotta go to work. Like it's still, you know, it's two things happening at the same time. Three, four, five things happening at the same time. So I've, I've not learned, well, I've, I, I'm still struggling with it. Like I'm still learning to create boundaries. Like and because I used to just only I used to not have a website and then I used to have to do everything on Instagram. So DMs would come in and I would be on my phone all day, like trying to figure it out and answering people and confusing myself and being overwhelmed. And then I had to fucking website and sending emails every day and people still texting me or like sending DMs. Like I haven't learned how to create my own boundaries for it. And I'm still like I said, I'm still learning how to do it. But time has always been, or maybe not time, more just boundaries and like just you know navigating how to do it in a timely fashion where I'm not killing myself and overwhelming myself but then it takes away from my kid. And that that's another issue that I've had. But it, I, guess, it, I guess it all just falls under time because then it's like, I'm so busy doing this shit that I'm not even paying attention to what he's doing or I'm not involved in what he, you know, he's yelling mommy, mommy, mommy. And I'm like, I gotta finish this though. Like, this has to go out. You know, these orders bring us money, Aiden. Like, so you gotta shut up. I can help me. You know, just go over there and play with your monster truck. Like, that makes me feel super busy. So, yeah. time. All right. <clears throat> so the next question that I have is, how do y'all incorporate? Well, you started your business with social media. How was it transitioning to incorporating social media? Because we're kind of in the era now, like. Everything gets blown up with social media. Like Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, like all that stuff that lately has been helping so much with promoting businesses. So how do you guys? That's definitely a struggle for me only because I'm a pretty private person. Like I don't like to put myself out there. But it's like you have to be in front of the camera when you're you know, when you're using social media. And even if I were to just post general things, like people don't know me. They're not, you know, they're buying you first, right? right? They have to invest in you before they want to start working with you. So a lot of people that I work with, like when I'm looking from an individual side, are my friends and my families and then even people that they refer to me, but that's because they know me, right? But then if I'm just looking at, you know, trying to reach an audience on social media, if they don't know me, they're just like, oh, she's just posting, you know, random things. So. That has been the hardest part for me is definitely like just putting myself out there is something that 
working on. I did hire, you know, someone to assist me with that. So in the next couple of what weeks, I'll have to put myself out there a bit more. But you know, that's causing me a little anxiety. Why? <laughs> overthinking, like it's really me overthinking it. Like it's just not that serious, but it's like I have to. I, 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 I still feel weird when I talk to the camera. Like, if I feel stupid as shit. Yeah, no, watching I'm myself, watching myself, to me, watching myself. Like, yeah, yeah, even from right. this not, back, I'm it's not like, super comfortable for me yet, but I feel like the people that follow my business page, they, you know, they've been loyal. Mm-hmm. So, like, they talk to me. Like, they send me DMs. Like, we have conversations. I feel like these are my friends. So, like, it doesn't feel as crazy because I'm, I'm, I don't really like to be on Instagram like that either. Like, I don't mind posting pictures, but talking into the camera and like making videos and stuff like that's weird still but they like to see my son which i don't like to post him at all i don't yeah, post him on my personal page i don't kids post his face like do. they do but like i oh people are evil as shit yeah. Yeah. like on my personal page i have a picture of him feeding chickens you don't even see his face you don't see his face on my page at all like i don't never post his face and that picture was sick shared seven times so it's like, oh, but you could tell someone sharing. Yeah, because my personal, I made a business page so I could see what people are doing, and they sharing the picture of his back being shit. And I'm just like, what weirdo shit is that? I can only imagine if I put his face on there. Like, how many times are you gonna share that? So on my business page, like, I have him. He's with me all the time. So when I am making videos of me making stuff, he is there, and now he's yelling all the time and screaming that he wants to help me. So I have him helping me, and they love to see that. And I think for other mothers. It's important to see too. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you can do this with your kid. Like it's it's hard as shit, but like it can get done and it can be something that you do together. Um, but at the same time it's like, you know, I don't really want to put him on there because people are fucking evil. Um, but they like to see it and it's also inspiring to other parents out there to see, like, you know, and I, I would love to inspire you, but I also wanna keep you know, because I could, yeah, I would say my kid off Instagram a little bit, but I don't know, I guess it's different on the witness page. I don't post him all the time still, I only post him when he's like there and yelling and screaming or whatever. But, um, it's like a gift and a curse. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ran into any difficult uh, clients? Like, how do y'all get the bills? Like, oh, people are very for you, I can only imagine because like you're selling a product like yeah, that people are very on the daily. People, one people don't read. Like, I, I can post all types of information on that page, and they will bypass all that shit. They'll the caption will be in bold red, and they will skip it and still DM me, ask me a question where the answer is right there. Right there. Yeah. And they don't, you know, it's like there's no good morning, there's no like hi, how are you? It's just how much is this. When can I get this? Where is my order? It's like, you're not reading. You're not checking your email. Like, the biggest thing is checking the emails. People, check your emails. Word. Check your email. <laughs> check your spam accounts. Look, every time I purchase something from somebody, I check literally every folder in my email down to if I accidentally put it in the I have trash. to check myself a couple of times before I respond to people. Or sometimes I'll, <laughs> I'll text an A or I'll text another one of my friends who's like really good with words. And I'll be like, can you? professionally curse this person out and then write it back to me so I can send it to them because if I do it, I'm losing I'm losing a person right there. Like right then and there I'm gonna lose that person. I'm gonna lose everybody who's gonna come with them. So how about you write this for me and I'll send it back in the email because they be ooh, they be like okay I'm on this business page but 
Don't get into some niggas. Yeah, like, I'm not being professional, but you rude as shit. Fuck this whole business, bitch. Like, don't talk to me like that. For real, like, people forget. Like, I'm a regular person still, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. don't talk to me like that. I'm not, I'm not being rude. Just say good morning. It's the little things. Like, yeah. a simple good morning would change my whole mood. They just bust into the DM, like, well, I said, or I, like, there it goes. Like, um, but yeah, that's that. Yeah. For me, it's just people not respecting my time. Because there'll be people who make an appointment, and then it's like last minute. Well, I appreciate somebody canceling. Like, so some things happen. So it's like you have to cancel last minute. I appreciate that. But like the no shows, like okay, we have um something scheduled, and then it's like you just don't show up. Then you don't answer the phone, and then here you go a week later, like, oh, I'm so sorry. Da, da, da. Like, you know, like, a week later. Yeah, like, and people do that. People feel entitled to your time sometimes. And they're like, oh, I apologize. You know, can we reschedule and all that stuff? And then for me, it's like, so I don't understand now why people take deposits. So that's another thing when it comes to business, too. It's like being, you know, nice and being like, okay, let's just make an appointment. But there's a reason why people say, in order to schedule my time, mm-hmm. you, you have to leave a deposit. Yeah, like, I used to think, like, why do I have to make deposits, uh, you know, and I'm going to spend money anyway. But that's why, because people don't show up, and they, you know, they don't do what they say they're going to do, and it's like, if you want the help, and I understand, but finance especially, it's a process. So, I'm working with you through the process. So, if you, if you want to reschedule something, like, we can, but, like, that no-show, or just not even doing anything, like, taking the meeting, and then you're like, yes, I'm ready to go, and I send you over stuff, and then it's like, you just disappear. Yeah, like, that's, stuff like that just drives me crazy because then you know. That's hell to me. I yeah. mean, I understand things come up, but it's it takes nothing to shoot a sacrifice. Like, for you to just ghost somebody at the last minute, that is so freaking weird to me. Mm-hmm. And people are really. I really feel like that's going to be one of the hardest things for me when I start a business is trying to, like, ignore it mm-hmm. because that that's the stuff, even on a, as a regular ass person, when people just wear in contact and they randomly ghost me, I find that to be so irritating and so weird. I get so like, what happened? You know, like, right. you're really trying to figure out like, okay, so what happened? Because you were interested one second, now you're not. Whereas like, if you're not perfectly fine, because like, no pressure, like nobody's begging you to so do anything. Social anxiety—that's a real thing. Like having to explain to people um, what they don't want to hear scares people, so they run off. Which, mm-hmm. I mean. Still, we're all adults, but we're not really taught to communicate very well. So that's true. Sometimes you gotta give people like a little bit of benefit of the doubt, but then it's still like right. Weird. Still like all right. Learn how to fucking communicate. Yes. Learn how to communicate. Especially when it comes to business, learn how to be professional too. The same way you want me to be professional, you're like I think you should also be professional with me because it's the same way somebody's coming to you just. Well, I said whatever. If that's how you <laughs> you came to them, well, well, I said to book delivery. You know what I mean? Like if you just randomly sent them this message without a good morning, I see you did not put X Y Z. You know, you had to reach out to someone. There's a way that you would do it. Versus you just coming at them with an attitude. Yeah, Even if they're frustrated. Yeah, of course. That or comment. I learned that working yeah. in sales. That was just people don't have no home training at all. I'm very entitled. Yeah, I'm sure. I don't, it's ridiculous. I 
mean, I feel like that's okay. If I'm spending money on something, I definitely feel like. But I'm well, not going to approach you like that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm right. not going to approach you like that personally. People don't. Yeah. This is going for everybody. What do you feel is y'all daily motivation to keep pushing forward in your business and building your brand? So, for me, it's impact. Because my business, like, I've impacted so many people to just move forward and impact my community. Um, as well as, like I, like I said, I'm a full-time entrepreneur. I left corporate America. Like, I basically got let go. So it's that feeling of, I don't want to give somebody that control anymore. So it's like, I'm never going back to corporate America. Like, I have to keep telling myself that. So I push myself because it's like, how is it that I'm depending on you to, you know, and I'm giving so much to you and then you could just say, you know, oh, well, we're going to restructure, so we don't need you anymore. So it's definitely just, not wanting to go back to giving someone that much control over my life and my finance, you know, my financial well-being, as well as the impact that I have on people. I don't know, guys. I'm nervous. I really want to push forward from trying to, like, start a business, but I feel like I'm, like, I don't know. I don't know what's, like, I have a mind clock right now with trying to do it. Like, I don't know if it's I'm psyching myself out or it's the fact that I'm afraid of failure. Like, how do y'all deal with being afraid of failure? Because that right there is the one thing that gives like the most anxiety. Just do it afraid. Like, that's honestly what I've learned. Like I said, I'm an overthinker. So for a while, it would take me a minute to get started. But then once you actually get started, you'd be like, I really did that. Like, I'll look back and think about the partnerships that I have with some of the programs, and I'm like, I can't believe that, you know, I've done all this work in like a year to like, like, but if I never even given gave myself the opportunity, and I was just like, oh, I'm scared, I don't want to do it, like I'm just continue to overthink it, I wouldn't have any partnerships. I wouldn't be doing anything. I'd still be looking, you know, looking for someone else to to help me in some type of way. So I would say, definitely, just do it afraid. If you fail, then you fail. And you figure out what you know what what made you fail. Like what can you tweak in that business and then turn it around. Like your business when you do start. It's not going to be the same year one and then year five because you're going to find what works for you and then differentiation. Because you said you want to do, you know, you want to sell houses. There's thousands, millions of people who's flipping houses, but what is it, you know, that's going to make your business work aside from them? Or what processes they have that, you know, might not work for you, that you might, or some things that you want to incorporate. And I find mentorship to be important yeah. as well. I different different things. So when I started the vending machine, I did like pay to have a mentor. So she did like classes and different things. So I would take the classes and work with someone. She had assisted with um, finding machines and things like that. So that helps when you have someone who's in that particular profession that could um that could assist. Exactly what I ended up in. So if I can do that, 
It's just fucking energy. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, ain't nobody stopping me from doing that. And I, I do it pretty well. He's alive. He's breathing. He's well taken care of. I do it by myself. His father does not help me financially. Like, if I can do that, I can do anything. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't fucking work out. And I'll do something else. Like, it is what it is. I, I can only try. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Like, that's only just been the mindset in the last few years. <laughs> like, don't try to, like, force yourself to be that way. And it doesn't work because you know that's just not how your brain works. I've just been forced. I've like in the position that I've just had no choice but to push, and it's been hard as fuck. But I just keep pushing, and I feel like if I can push when it comes to this little boy, I can try anything else. And ain't nobody gonna like fuck what y'all talk about. Like I'm a mom. Like and also research and put yourself in. Those spaces that's going to empower you, right? And take action. So, if flipping homes is what you want to do, sign up for one right. of these free Ooh, workshops the that they have. They have these mini seminars. So it's like you're in a room full of like-minded people, and or even little mom branches and stuff like that. Yeah, I always go to those things and I always feel really like empowered up. After, like yeah. yeah, when it's done, like I feel like oh shit, like and build that this. build yeah. that circle. Like you, cause you would connect with. So many like other people who, who so many like-minded people if you're just in another space. Because a lot of times, if we're comfortable with say our friends or our family, we we cling on to them they and think that they're gonna support. They right, right, right. Right. Like we cling on to them for support and everything like that. But that's not necessarily always the circle that we need. Right. Starting my business, I made plenty of friends on Instagram and different things that I've done um, you know, with certain partnerships that I've had. And like I'll talk to somebody all the time and be like, oh. Here's, here's like a book you could read, or would you like to come to this event and that event, and you're meeting more and more people. Right. So now you build a, a circle of entrepreneurs who you can actually use as resources. Right. So that helps as well. It's that you gotta like go out of your circle sometimes. Yeah. And it's no shade to your circle. It's just unless you guys are talking about the same shit I'm talking about, and I really can't talk to you about it because it's not gonna help. Like my family, they know I have a business, but I don't talk to nobody at all. Like, cause I don't even wanna hear it. I already know their vibe. They talk so much shit. Like they just they'll have so many things to say that are not helpful. Yeah. So I'm just like, I have a business full support it. We post that. Don't, don't say anything else. Cause I'm gonna talk to Shanae about it. I'm gonna talk to one of my other friends about it who has her own business or somebody else who can help me with graphic design. Like those are the people I'll have conversations with about my business, like in thorough conversations and express whatever woes I have. Cause they'll understand, but I'm not gonna talk to someone who doesn't have a business. Has started a business, doesn't have no intention of starting a business, and then expect them to understand what I'm going through or give me the type of energy that I need because they, you know, they don't. And it, like I said, it's no shame to them. Like, I still love you, still my best friend. I love you for who you are and what you're doing or whatever the case may be. But now I have to create a boundary to protect my business brain. Mm-hmm. That's a, it turns into something different after a while. You start to think, you start to think a little bit differently when you have a business and learn how to create boundaries. Like, you move different. Well, thank you, ladies. Well, thank you, ladies. This was a very helpful and inspiring episode. And I hope that you guys can, you know, gain some more followers on this episode. Follow me on Instagram. Yes, oh, follow me on Instagram. Yes, so we get some more awareness. My um, business page is at Monetary Monarch. And personal, 
page, which will also be rebranded, is um, at s.carrington uh, underscore. I'm going to add them all to the description yes. box. Okay. Go ahead, follow me, see me and my kids in the mornings.